0: Today's Shirin your Shalmi Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Gershon ben Yisroel Fish, Olav Shalom, and for a Rafu shleima for Yosef Yisroel ben Zelda, Besoch, Shar, Choli Yisroel. We are beginning in the Ozvah Hutter edition at the top of Daf Chaf Gimel Ahmed Aleph with the first word Omar. In the Vilna edition, it is on Daf Yud Ches Ahmed Aleph. Begins the Gemara. Omar Rav Boa B'Shem Rav Hunna. Rav Bo said in the name of Rav Hunna. Trixem or adam lamo yed sho eden the adam have to stand up at the time when they give their testimony how do i learn this from what pasuk what's the makar shne amar ve amdu shneho anoshim asheru riv lifne Hashem. the pasuk states ve amdu shneho anoshim and yesterday she'ran daf chof bas on mit base we learn to ma'khokes who the shne anoshim refer to the simple pshat is that it refers to the two litigants, but if that is the pshat, we learned through exerushava that it also refers to eidim because two psukim before in pasuk tezvav in that parsha it says al shnei eidim yakim So we learn exerushava shnei shnei that it refers also to pasuk vamdu shnei anashim to eidim as well. Another pshat in the Gomorrah in the last year was which refers directly to the adem. According to this pshat, the litigants are in the second half of the passage. Hariv. that refers to the litigants, but the first part of refers to the Adem. Either way, the V'om Dushnei either directly or indirectly refers to Adam, and therefore we make the drasha, that Shrichem HaEidim Lamoit B'Sha HaShem At the time that they give their testimony, they have to stand up. The Rajbo tells us that although LeChadchil, of course, as the Gemara says here, the Adem should stand when they give their Hagodis Edis. However, B'Rievet, if they gave the testimony sitting down, the Edis is accepted. Continues the Gemara. Even the litigants have to stand up at the time that their sentence is decreed by the Besdin. Lahavdal, even in secular courts today, that is the custom that the litigants have to stand up, or the person on trial has to stand up when his. Fate is decided by the judges. How do we know that they have to stand up when they're mekabal when they accept upon themselves what the Bezdin has paskin? because the Pasuk says, Asher hariv, Hashem. So the, here we have clearly the litigants, Asher hariv. Even according to the Pshat, that Shnei anashim refers to the Aden. But the second part, as we mentioned, the second part of the Pasuk refers to the litigants. And when we say the word va'omdu goes on the anoshim, which according to this Peshat is the aidim. The va'omdu also goes on the second half of the Pasuk, asher riv, Hashem. They have to stand up in front of Hashem, which means here the bezdin they have to stand up in front of. So we not only do the Aidim, when they testify have to stand up, but the litigants, when they accept upon themselves the Psach Bezdin, also have to stand up. Continues the Gomorrah. The states, That fathers should not die because of their sons. And the Pesach continues that sons should not die because of their fathers. And the Gemara has a question on this. If it means that a father should not die because of the chet, the sin of his son, or vice versa, ask the Gemara, It says that a person only dies for his own chet. He doesn't die for the chet of his relative. So why did the Torah have to repeat, su'av So the Gemara says, this is coming to teach you a different halacha. That part of the Pesach is not speaking about the chet of a father or a son. It's speaking about the edus of a father and a son. That a son cannot die because of the testimony of his father, and a father cannot die because of the testimony of his son. If they are related, then the aid cannot be killing his relative. And that's why an aide cannot be a relative of the litigant. As the Gemara concludes, Mikan, from here we learn out, Shaloy Yahuwah, Kroivim, that the Aidim cannot be relatives of the litigants. Because let's say the litigant is supposed to. Die because he was Mechal Shabbos, or he murdered someone, and who is going to kill him? His relative. Then it comes out that he's going against the halacha of L'ayum Suavis Albanim. So from here we learn out that an aide cannot be a relative of the litigant, because if he would be, then it could cause that the uh, kharav, the relative, is causing the death of his relative. Now, we're going to learn further in the Gomorrah, it's not only a father and a son, it's all relatives, two brothers is the same aloha. We're also going to learn out from this Pasuk that it's not only Aidim shouldn't be Kruivim to the litigants, to the nidoinen but even, for example, aid him to each other shouldn't be relative. And it's all based on this Pasuk that a relative cannot in a bezden be the source of killing his relative. So is not only but it also includes other cases, other relatives, and it includes other cases where relatives would cause the death of their relative and that is not permitted according to this pasuk of la yumsu avais Continues the Gemara. Umina how do I know? The next six lines is a defective girsa, and we will go according to the girsa of the Korbana Aida in the right-hand column. It says the Korbana Eda, right close to the Gemara that we're doing now, how do I know that Adim should not be related to each other? We've already established from the Pasuk that the Adim should not be related to the litigants. Now we want to learn out how do you know they shouldn't be related to each other. We're also going to learn out how do you know that the Adim should not be related to the Dayonim. And both of these halachas are found in this girsa of the Korban Ha'eda. Let us continue. Haga atzmecha. Think about it. She'im me'hem. If one of them became a zomayim, and we're, we're going to explain this after we finish the words in the Korban Klum nereg at she'yuzum chavayroi. Im o'ymer atkein nerag al alpiv. And then the gears is further, And then the last halacha, We're going to pick that up in the Gemara after we explain these lines that we have uh, gone to the Corbin Aida for his girsah. So let us begin with the first halacha. To recap, we've established that Adam cannot be related to the litigants. We're going to try to find out three other halachas. The first one is, how do you know that Adam can't be related to each other? The second one is, how do you know that Adam cannot be related to the Dayanin? And how do you know, the last one is, how do you know that the Dayanin cannot be related to each other? So let's go now to the second one. So the gears of the Korban Eidah was Menayin Shaloyu Eidim Korban Zal is Ha to think about it. So we have to first of all establish that we're going to come up with a case where the Eidim would be Chayiv Misa because that's how we get into yumsu Suav Salbanim. And also it seems that yumsu Suav albonim is speaking about, according to the way Chazal understood it, only about the Eidim. The Eidim related to the Litigants, the adim related to each other. For example, the next halacha, adim and dayanim. There, it's the pesach of Besdin, so that would not be included in Yumsu So, bottom, we're going to see the carbonator says that's a svora. Why the adim cannot be related to the dayanim? But let's focus now on the adim cannot be related to each other. So, the Gemara makes a case where there's yumsu, where there's a case of misa because we want to include the relationship of two Adim in the post of Le'yumsu Ovisal Barim, and we want to say just like they can't be related to the litigants, they can't be related to each other based on Le'yumsu Ovisal Barim. So the case is a case of Azama. We know Azama means that if Ruven and Shimon testified against Levi, that Levi killed Yehuda in New York, and then Yisaka Zulun came and to Beznan and said, how could Reuven and Shimon say that at the same time that they said the murder took place? They were with us, not in New York, but in Los Angeles. So then it comes out that the Reuven and Shimon are adam zomimim and the Halacha is asisim loik hasher zomim Lasalachiv. In other words, that whatever he, these adam planned to do to their brothers, they wanted to kill Levi, so uh, they, in turn, will get killed. That's the halacha, in short, of Hazama. So the Gomorrah is saying, now, imagine, think about the following. Think about the following. If these aidim that are in Bezdin now would become Muslim, wouldn't one aid be killed based on the testimony of the other aid? Let's see the korban eda when he starts his pirush of this year. So vahachi pirushay, menayin shalayi yuah edim korban zelazeh. How do I know that the edim should not be related to each other? And more l-nafshchah. say to yourself. Haloi, ein haechad nerag Ela atchei uzm chaverah. The halach is you cannot do uzm on one aid. You have to do uzm on both edim. So Reuven cannot be executed because of Azama, what he planned to do to Levi, only if Shimon, number one, testifies, and number two, that Shimon is also Muslim. Nimza, and in brackets, after Adam would be carved to each other, that one relative is killed based on the testimony of his friend, uksiv, So here we see clearly from the carbonated that ubonam layyum lovus includes more than the edim being related to the litigants. Here we're expanding it, that edim being related to each other, because since an aid echid cannot have a zoma. So the only way that Reuven, both Reuven and Shimon, could become a Zomimim is, number one, that the other aid testifies, and number two, that the other aid is Muslim along with the first aid. So indirectly, Shimon is the cause of Reuven's death, and Reuven is the cause of Shimon's death. Because if Shimon wouldn't have testified, or Shimon wouldn't have had a Zama on him, then Reuven wouldn't be killed either. So it comes out that each one, because they're a relative to each other, they are causing the death of a relative. And the Pesach says, And the to explain that their whole testimony wouldn't be accepted because the halach is that Adam are only accepted if they are They're saying testimony that they could become zayimim. Here in this case, it's a case of Eidim. You cannot cause them to be Zamimim, as we just explained, because each one would be causing, as a relative, the death of the other. And it says, So Eidim, which cannot accept Hazama, the Allah is, they're not acceptable as Eidim. So this is how we learn out that Eidim cannot be related to each other. Let us look. In the Pnei Moishe, which is approximately 10 lines from the top of the Omen on the left hand column, if you say that the Adam could be related to each other, don't we find that one is being killed because of the testimony of the other, is relative. Since Reuven said Aed is together with Shimon, Goram loy shi This caused that Reuven should be killed, and Reuven caused that Shimon should be killed. if not that Shimon testified with Reuven and Reuven testified with Shimon, loyavi michtoli they both wouldn't have been killed. We need that both of them, not only one aid becomes a Muslim, but both have to become Muslim. So that's why their aidis would be batal. It's And this is all based on the fact that them cannot be kruivim to each other, just like Aidam cannot be kruivim to the litigants. Now let us go back to the girse of the Korban Ada. We already did the first halacha, which we're seeking, which is aedim kroivim to each other, and now four lines before the purish of the korban eid on this, the, back in the uh, Divri hamaskel in the girsa uminai in shlo yahu aedim kroivim ledayonim. How do you know that aedim should not be kroivim of the dayonim? Haga baatzmacha. Think about it. Tell yourself the following. Sheim Husmu, the same case that we just had, if there was a Zama, Laimi Pian aren't they being killed by the Dayanim? How does the Korban A'eda explain this? Let's go to the end of this Korban Ada, four lines before the end. Now he explains this part of the Gears, Ushalo Dayanim. How do I know that? Nami sworahu. That's also a swara. Now, here he doesn't mention at all, so it would seem from the Korban Aedah that can only include where the relative dies because of an edus. But here, the relative is going to die because of the psak of the dying. So wouldn't go on that. But the, the Korban Aedah says it's a swara. What's a swara? Once they become Muslim, so they're killed, by How could the dying be expected to be a judge? In this case of his relative, he can't look at it objectively. Because if he's going to paskendat der chayv misa, then uh, they're going to be killed. So he's not going to be able to look at it objectively. So it's a swara that the aid cannot be related to the dying. So this is how the Corbin with his girsa, learns out these two additional halachas. We've already done three halachas. One is that an aid cannot be related to the litigant. The second one is they can't be related to each other. The third one is that the aid cannot be related to the Dayanim. And now we come to the fourth then. How do we know that the Dayanim cannot be related to each other? Let us go back now to our Gomorrah after the six lines that we said we have a different girsa, And we come to the line, Uminayin shaloi dayonim How do you know this halacha, that the dayonim should not be related to each other? Amra Torah, dayonim. The Torah says that Adam can cause someone to die based on their testimony. And the judge causes someone to die based on the Pesach of Best and that this person is chayav Misa. So I make a heckish. I compare one to the other. Ma'edim ain'kroyvim zelazeh. Just like by Edim we learned before, they cannot be korv to each other. And we based it on the poshuloyum, so avasal Af dayonim ain'kroyvim So through a Hekish we say that since dayonim have the power to kill somebody also, not only the Edim do, but dayonim also, based on their psak. So just like by Edim they cannot be korvim zelazeh, so to dayonim cannot be korv zelazeh. Then the Gomorrah continues. Maybe it's only the relatives of a father and a son. What about two brothers? What about other relatives? What about other relatives? So since you have that extra vov, which is not necessary, from that I learn out, to be Marba, other Kroivim as well, besides a father and a son. This is, until now, the way Rabbi Kiva learned out these four halachas, that Adam cannot be related to the litigants, Adam cannot be related to each other, Adam cannot be related to the Dayanim, and Dayanim cannot be related one to the other. That's how Rabbi Kiva learned it. Rabbi how does Rabbi Shmuel learn it? He learns it in a whole completely different manner. Tony Rabbi Shmuel, we learned in a b'risa that Rabbi Shmuel said, and Rabbi is going on two psukim in bamidbor lamed Hay, psukim Chavdal and Chav Hay, which read as follows: V'shavtu a'ed the bezen should paskin; they should judge Bain Hamako, Ben between the murderer and between the relative of the one who was murdered. Al mishpatu concerning these uh, judgments. And the next post says, that the bezdin should save the ritzayach miyad goyel from the hands of the relative, the goyel hadam asher They should let him remain in the aray Miklot. In other words, the bezdin has to decide: Is this a case of murder or b'shogeg, and They can save his life if they determine that it's murder Bishoge, and they shouldn't bother him. He's in the Ari miklat, which is for people who killed Bishoge. And the Goyal Adam is not able to harm the person who killed Bishoge, his relative, if that person is now in an Ari Miklid. So the first thing that the Beznan has to do is to decide, was this murder Bimezid or Bishoge? We're going to read the the next lines in the Gemorah, and we're going to see then the Korbana Eda's Girsa, which adds words to our Gemorah, and we'll see the Pshat of the Korben in the Gemorah, and then we'll go to the Pnei Moshe, who adds to the words of the Korbana Aida. So first, let's begin with our text. Tani Rabbi Shmuel, V'shofto HaEidah V'yitzilo HaEidah, Sh'loi Yehei and make not relatives of the murderer, and not the relatives of the one who got murdered. If you say they could be relatives. It'll come out that the Bezdin could be related to the one who was murdered. And as we'll see, the Torah does not permit him to be related because then he would be a Goyal Adam. From here we learn out that the dayonim should not be relatives to the litigants. Rabbi Kivu said the first pshat at the top of our ahmed started out with that uh, adim should not be related to the litigants. Uh, here we are starting out that adim should not be related to the dayonim. Now let us see the girsah of the carbona Ada, which is approximately 10 lines before it gets medium-wide. Hachigar We don't have these words in the Gemara. These are the words of the pasach, as we just read it. That the Ada, the Sanhedrin, should pass between the murderer and the goel adam here the Korban Ada is quoting Argomara, that he agrees with the text that we have now, which was the That the the Diana have the between the murderer, the Make and the one who got murdered who's represented by the Goyal Adam who wants to avenge his murder so we, we're going to learn out and Rabbi Yesu will explain to us how we learn this out we're going to learn this then out from the Pasuk of V'shoftu Ada B'in HaMaka'u B'in Goyal Hadam let us go back to the Gears of the Korban Ha'edah Omer Rabbi Im Omer If you're going to say that they could be kroyvim to the dayanim, Imkain kroivim Lenika nimtzas Omer that the dayanim will be a goyel hadam. What does that mean? V'chenu b'shuas rochi perusha. This is the pshat. Rabbi Yosi, Mefarish divi Rabbi If you will think, that you're allowed to have judges who are related to the litigants in this case. It'll come out sometimes that the judges, they themselves are related and they themselves are avengers of the death of their relative. Or what did say the Pasuk? they should judge between the murderer and the relative who is avenging the death of his relative they have to decide between the make and the niko the murderer and the one who was murdered represented by the Dam. They have to decide, is this a case of murder b'mezid, or is it a case of murder Shmamina sh'loi And therefore, the Shaiva cannot be related to the ones who are being judged. It's impossible for him to be a Goila adam, because he's supposed to render judgment between the goyol adam and the murderer. How can he do that if he himself is a goyol adam? that he can't judge between the Goyal Adam and the, the murderer. This is what the Korbanator tells us. The Pnei adds some ideas. Let's go to the Pnei Moisha, which is approximately 20 lines before it gets wide. Shaloi hei hei o'eidoloi kreivei and not the Kroivim of the one who got murdered. Kedem lo He says, Rabbi Yaisi explains, if you're going to say they could be relatives, shi yu Lamuk or will come out. That if the bezdin are related to the one who was murdered, then they themselves will be That they have to be the ones who render judgment between the murderer and the goy How could they do that if they themselves are the goy Maket. This, the Corbin Eda didn't really explain. In other words, this limit of Rabbi Yisus explaining Rabbi Shmuel only concerns the one who got killed, uh, that you, you can't be a judge if you're not allowed to be a goyel adam and you're going to be the goyel adam. How can you render judgment between the makah and the goyel adam if you yourself are the goyel adam? But now, how do we know the V'hashti nafkulon gamken shaloyi you explains the Pnei Moshe shemistama. That's the logical sforah, because if they are related, they will look in the s'chus of their relative. It says, they should judge and they should save. It's just like the aid that is judging. Whether this is a case of that or shaygig, which we learned in the first pasuk, we learned from that that they cannot be related to the one who got killed. Af Ada Hamatzelas, so too in Pasuk Hafei, the second pasuk, where we're speaking about Vitzilua Ada, the Ada decides that it was not a case of maize, it was only a case of shaygig, and that the one, the murderer can remain in the Ori Miklat. So just like they can't be related to the muka, the one who was murdered, neither can they be related to the one who murdered. So now from this, we've learned out both dinam. We've learned out that they shouldn't be kruivim to the person who got murdered, and we also learned out that they shouldn't be kruivim to the one who murdered. So, this is the first halacha according to Rabbi Shemuel that we learned out, not from from a different limud. We learned out that the dayanim cannot be related to the Nidoinim, to the ones who are being judged, the litigants. Continues the Gemara to learn out a second halacha. How do we know? that the Edim should not be related to the litigants. The Torah told us that Edim can cause someone to be killed, and the Dayanim with their Psach causes someone to be killed. Just like we just learned in the Pasuk from Rabbi Schmal from the Tzilu Esaedah, we learned that the Dayonim cannot be related to the litigants. Afa'edim, through a heckish, we learn out, lo that the edim also cannot be related to uh, the ones who are being judged to the litigants. So we already have two halachas out of the four. Dayonim cannot be related to the litigants, and edim cannot be related to the litigants. And now we are going to learn the last two halachas, that edim cannot be related to each other, and we're also going to learn out that um, the Adem cannot be related to the Dayanim. There are many words missing from the next two lines, so let us go straight to the Korban who has a different girsa. This is in the medium-wide lines, the third line, Hachigarsinim, Minayin Minayan. How do we know the third halacha, that Edom should not be related to each other? Think about it. Because if one of them becomes an Ed Zoymem, he's only killed if his co-aid is also Muslim. And if you could say say that they could be relatives to each other, like Nimtza, Nerug al-piv, doesn't it come out that Reuven is killed because of Shimon and Shimon is killed because of Reuven since each one decided to testify and each one became Muslim so that's indirectly causing the death of the fellow Avis. This is exactly the same svara and inclusion in Layum Savas Albanim that we learned earlier in this Prat, Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Kiva are exactly the same and the same for the next halacha. As the carbonator continues, how do you know the fourth halacha that Adam should not be related to the judges? That if the Adam become Adam who is posking that they should get killed? Their relatives. How could they poskin on such a case? They can't look at it objectively since they are related. So the carbonator told us before, there's a sphora here that the Adim cannot be related to the Dayanim, who will not be able to pass it objectively. And that's why uh, Din is that uh, Adim cannot be related to the Dayanim. So both, according to Rebekah and according to Rebekah, we have learned out all four Dinim, which are the Adim cannot be related to the Nidoinim. The judges cannot be related to the Nidoinim. The Adim cannot be related to each other. Also, Adim cannot be related to the Dayonim. Let us begin the next Gemara with a short Hagdama. And the first part of the Hagdama is that uh, this next Gemara that we're going to learn on here on Ahmed Aleph and on Ahmed Beis has really nothing to do with the four Halachas that we just learned about Kroivim whether they're kosher or not, when it comes to Adis and Dayanis. But rather, the next Gomorrah is a continuation in Mesech the because the Gemora we just learned till now on this omad is found in Mesech the in the Yerushalmi there, and the Yerushalmi in Shuvuas continues with the following Gomorrah. So since we brought the first part of the Gemora in Shuvuas here in Sanhedrin, the Gomorrah here in Sanhedrin continues as the Gomorrah in Shavuus does. The second thing we need to know is that uh, here on Ahmed Aleph we're going to be speaking about Shavuus Aedus, and on Ahmed Bays we're going to get into Shavuus Bitui. Both of these archive a Corban oil of a Yoirid, which is a variable Corban, depending on a person's financial status. If it's a very high status, he brings one Corban, medium, he brings a second Corban, and if he's very poor, he brings a third Corbett. What is say? This Reuven says to Shimon, you owe me $1,000, I lent it to you. Shimon says, you never lent it to me. And Levi knows that Reuven lent it to Shimon. He saw the halva. He, he heard Reuven say, here's a loan of $1,000, and he saw it. And he swears that he never saw it. Later, he admits that he did... See it. Now, even if he did this all the he brings the korban oil of the yoiret. That's the case of Shuus Eide. Shuus Bitui is when a person says a lie. Rabbi Kiva holds that whether it's in the future or in the past, both are considered Shuus Bitui. In other words, for example, In the future, he says, I will throw a pebble into the lake. And then, he doesn't throw it. Or, he says, I won't throw a pebble into the lake, and he does throw it in. That's (laughs) in La La'avar, he says, I threw a pebble in, and he really did not throw a pebble in. Or he says... I didn't throw a pebble in, and he really did throw a pebble in. So, in all these cases, Rabbi Kiva holds he's Chayev, later when he admits that he was lying, he's Chayev, a Korban, oil of the There's a machloikis which will be relevant in our sugya between Rav and Shmuel in the Sheet of Rabbi Kiva. Rav Sheet is that if Rabbi Kiva holds that a shavuah's is on la'ovar and not only la'ba. it's enough that it's la'ovar, meaning that if for some reason this shua could not be effective in la'haba, but it could be effective in la'ovar, when he lied about what he did, so it is considered a shavuah's for which he has to bring a carbon oil of the yaret. shmul shita, on the other hand, is that if for some reason he cannot... Make the shu'a concerning lahaba, then for laavar he's not chav shuas either. It has to be effective both laavar and lahaba. We'll explain this more on, on Ahmed base when we get into the Indian of shuas bittu. Continues the Gemara which we found in the Yerushalmi in shuas bixherin veloy bipsulan only. An aid who's kosher to say aidus hey, and not someone who's possible. Let us see the carbon aid, um, which is in the medium wide lines, the seventh medium wide line. v'loib minayin. How do I know? I'm a in the car. This gemara is going on the mission in Shruas. It's not We learned there aidus nihagis banashim v'loib It's only by men and not by women only people who are not related to each other and not people who are related to each other Big people who are kosher to say edus and not those who are possible for whatever reason to say edus it's only known by those who are able to testify in front of who Besden or not in front of Besden the koamer she'ena noyheges b'kroyvim shaper shaminim b'kroy delil. From the psukim that the Gemara brings, we know kroyvim. Avol she'ena noyheges b'psulam and allon. That's what our Gemara is asking on the psulam. How do we know that? Hamias, Le shdavet. Even if he's possible, but he was saying a lie concerning what he was testifying on. So why is he not chayiv? He says he doesn't know anything, and really he did know. Let us go back to the Gemara. As the carbonator explained, concerning Kroivim, we have Psukim. But what's the pasuk to say that a puzzle does not have to bring a carbon oil of a Yorid? So the Gemara says we have a pasuk for that as well. Shanimar. Imloyagit, Vinosavoynim. The Pusik says that if he doesn't say this, hey, this he's going to carry his sin. In other words, Reuven lent $1,000 to Shimon, which Levy observed. And therefore, if Levy came to Bezden and says, I saw the loan take place and Shimon owes him the money, even though Shimon denies he never got a loan, I saw the loan. So that would force Shimon to pay Reuven $1,000. Now, where the aide says, I don't know anything, which is a lie. So Shimon is not forced to pay Reuven any money. So, what does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, avoyne Im yagid. So we learn out from there. Magid if I would have testified based on my knowledge, that there was a loan made, then that would force Shimon to pay Reuven. But now, So we learn out, If I would say the Adis, and that would force my friend to pay the money, then on that, once I admit that I lied and I really did know the Adis, and I said I didn't know the Adis. So then a have to bring a carbon oil of a But Yatza uh, psul. this uh, is a exception for a psul that what? Even if the psul would testify in Besdin, his shimon would not be forced to pay Reuven the money because the aid is a puzzle. His testimony is worthless. Desmond will not accept it. So even if he swore that he doesn't know any aid is, and that's a lie, he doesn't have to bring a carbon olive oil because his testimony anyway would not force Shimon to pay Ruvain the $1,000 loan. Continues to get more. Uh, there are two other cases where the aid is put to her from carbon. Oil of Yorid by Shuis Eidos, and that is Bifne besden that his denial that he knows any knowledge has to be done in front of besden But if it's done Bifne Bifnebezdin, then he is not high of a carbon oil of Yorid. And also Lahoitzi aid Echod to exclude one aid. What's the case of one aid? Kisha Amruloi, when the two litigants said, Haray At Kishnayim, we accept you, even though you're an Eid Echid, we accept you like two. The Torah wants two Eidim. But we will accept one adis, just like they can accept someone who's puzzled for Eidim, if they both agree, so too they can accept Eid Echid, that he should have the power of Shnei Eidim. So Yochel Yechayev, if he denies that he has any knowledge, and then he admits that it was a lie, that he really has knowledge, he really did see the loan, Yochel Yechayev, Leimer, the posse says... Raw Yoda we're going to see that the carbonate as a gears to which adds words here but let's first see argamora raw yoda ashu kashalahid adis tyra yots aidah kutch ein kashalahid adis tyra let us look in the carbonate three lines from the bottom of the omar in the wide lines hagi garsinen Talmud Leimer v'hu aid. This word is very important. It's missing from our text in the Gemara. V'hu aid or yada, esh And then we had whoever's kosher kasher to say aid is from the Torah and to exclude someone who's not kasher. What does that mean? V'cheinu bshus v'achi Purushai. midik siv v'hu aid kadori royal ahitzimamim minat Torah. V'hu aid means he's a bona fide aid that can. Take out money from one person and give it to the other person, Balkarche nitva against the will of the of the one who's being asked to pay back his loan. Lafuke eid Echad, Afa even though the, both litigants approved this Aid echad as if he would be too aid but Torah ain't a Since this is all dependent whether the nitva will agree to this or not, it's not a din min, atar. min atar, you need two aid So So even if he says that I didn't know any edus and then he admits that he knew edus, he will not be chayiv because it has to be an edus that the Torah respects as a bona fide edus and not an edehad which is only good because the nitva decided to agree that this Eid Echod will be good enough. So that's the Makar for how do you know that an Eid Echod accepted by the two litigants, if he denied it, he's not high of a carbon oil of the for shvuas Ha'edas. Continues the Gemara discussing the other Halacha that we learned. Shaloi Bifnei Bezdin, and the Korban Aida adds one word, Minolon. How do you know that halacha, that if he denied that he knows any Eidahs, and then he admitted that he did know the Eidahs, and it was not in Bezdin, he is not Chayiv, a of Yorid for Shulis Ha'edahs. We learn it from the Pasuk, Im loyagid if he doesn't say his testimony, he will bear his sin, as we turn to the Chav giml Beis, so we learn out the following, eshe magiru m'shala Maman, the only time when your denial forces you to bring a carbon oil of a yard is only that if you would not have denied it and you would have testified, you would have forced Shimon to pay Ruvain the $1,000 loan. Yatza, with the exclusion of Chutz Lebesdin. if you denied that you have any knowledge Outside of Bezdin, Shafilu Magid, even if you would say this Haggadah outside of Bezdin, in the place where you denied, if at that moment you would have said the Adis, ain't Chavir Mishal moment. So Shimon doesn't have to pay the money. Why? Because testifying outside of Bezdin has no strength to it. Because you could later come into Bezdin and recant on the Adis that you gave outside of Bezdin. So denying in a place where had you not denied you would still not have the power to force Shimon to pay Ruvain. There's no din of carbon oil vigarit for Shavuus this. You have to deny it in a place where if you would not have denied it, it would be effective, your AIDIS. And now you denied it, so you are causing Ruven a loss of money. That's when you have to bring a Corbin-Olriyahid for Shuus and not when you did all this outside of Besden. Continues the Gemara. The Gemara now is going to go back to what we discussed on Ahmed Aleph and explain it a little better. Because in Ahmed Aleph, we learned that if an aid effort is accepted by both parties, and he denies that he has any knowledge, and then he admits that he did have knowledge, he does not bring a carbon oil over a How do we learn it? We learned it from the Pasuk, aid oiroa yoda. So the more learned that it's only aid them who have the power, minatora, based on their testimony, to extract against the will of the nitva. Money to pay back the loan that Shimon took from Ruvain. However, there's a difficulty over here because the Passock says, Vuhu Aid. So we're not talking about Shneid and we're talking about one Aid. It would seem from the Torah, Vuhu Aid, that even Aid Echad, who denied falsely that he doesn't have any testimony, should bring a carbon oil of the Yorit. So that's why the Gemara is going to explain it a little better over here. We learn it out. Shnei edim, because Tamilvahu aid. Hareikan Shneim, there is two. The word aid actually means to aid him, who have the power against the will of the Nitva to extract money from him to pay the Toveya, to pay the Malva. How do I know that aid means to aid him? like Rabbi Shmal said. The said, Shmuel Lamer, because Rabbi Shmuel said, Kol stam. wherever it says in the Torah, the word aid, it means it's two witnesses. Until the Torah tells you that it's aid, from where do we learn this? Let's look at the Korban Aida right across from where we're learning in the Gemara, in the left-hand column. The, stam. 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 the Pusik says lo yakum aid echad beish that one witness should not come against a person the kasha mimash mashmish nem lo yakum aid beish anyu desh echad why did the Torah say the word aid echad it should have said lo yakum aid beish i know that aid is one ma atam learn echad why did it have to also say the word echad ze bonav so we have a binyan from here we learn out for the whole tira Kol shenemar aid, wherever it says aid, I shnayim. Aid really means two. echad. Until the Torah tells you no, the aid that I'm saying now is echad. But if I wouldn't have the word echad there, then the aid would mean shnayim. So over here, where we don't have the word echad, the pasuk is v'hu aid yada. So since it's not the word echad after the word aid, the aid actually means shenayim. So here we learn out that it's only two aid and we we'll have the power of to extract money from the nitva, from the loyva and pay it to the malva, and not one aid who is accepted by both litigants who only has the power because the nitva agreed to the malva that he would accept this one aid. That is not the case where if the aid Echad said, I don't know, falsely, then he has to bring a carbon oil of a Yorid for shuas Ha'edus. Continues the Gemorrah, Ashkech, Tony Rabbi Shmuel. We found a b'risa that Rabbi Shmuel taught that the whole halacha of shuas Ha'edus, that you have to bring a carbon oil of Yorid, is only shnei only by two Eidim. Not by an Eid Echad. The Gemorrah's question is, and here we get into shuas bitui. let's first learn the Pasuk. About Shuas Bitui, Oi Nefesh Kisishova, Levate Viswasayim, Lahoroi, Lehete Vachola Sher, Yifte Adam Bishuah. So the post says that if someone swears, he utters, that's the word Shuas Bitui, utterance, with his lips to do something bad or to do something good, and then he doesn't do it or he doesn't want to do it and he does do it. That's lahaba. Whatever he will utter in, this person in a shvua and he doesn't keep what he says he will do, or as we learned that Rabbi Kivashit is even laavar. he says he did something and he didn't do it, or he didn't do something and he did it. So that's the halacha of Korban al for a shvua spitu. The most question over here is, who says that he didn't have any knowledge? Cannot be Chayev when he admits that he did have knowledge. He cannot be Chayev a korban of for Shuas Eidos, but maybe he can be Chayev a korban of Yorit for Shuas Bitui. He lied about uh, what he knew or, or didn't know. So the Gemara is asking, Mau, le Chayev, love me Shuas Bitui. He says the Gemara, it's no impossible to be Chayev and Shuas Bitui. Why? Since this one aid can later be joined with another aid, and both of them will say, we have no knowledge, and then they'll admit that they did have knowledge. So then, if that was the scenario, the both aid would be a carbon oil for Shuhus so right now, how can you be mechaiv this Eid Echot? Because of Shua's Bitu'i, the Torah says, l'achas me'ela. It says that he only has to bring the oil of Yared if he did one of these. But here's a scenario where he's going to be of two, One for Shua's Bitu'i and one for Shua's Eidus. If when another aid comes... And first denies that he knows anything, and then admits that he did know something. So both of these, he would be chai and shuos edus. So how can I be mechayv now for shuos bitui if later on he could be chayv and shuos edus? So in such a case where he could later on be chayv for shuos edus, we're not mechayv now for shuos bitui. I let them let's be mechayv both. That we can't do. because The pasuk says ki yesham la me'ela and not two. Continues the Gemara, Korav Mahu. We've learned already that by a Korav who swears falsely that he doesn't know any Adis and he really knew the Adis, he later admits that he knew the Adis. There's no halacha of a Korban no of Yoreid for Shvuas But what about for Shvuas Bitui? Korav Mahu, Lechai olav bishum Shvuas Bitui. After all, he lied. He said he didn't know something and he really knew it, so maybe he could be higher for Shuas Bitui. So the Gemara says, Yavakado, learn it from the following din, that he will not be higher for Shuas Bitui. The Rabba Bar Shmuel, Rabbah the son of Shmuel, or the Shininus Neskoys here has a gear to be Shmuel. Rabba said in the name of Shmuel, Shvua Shinassim Ploini Le Ploini I swear that. Reuven gave Shimon $100, and it was found out that Reuven did not give Shimon this loan. Since he has no jurisdiction over what's going to happen in the future, he has no jurisdiction over the past as well. In other words, we explained before that according to Rabbi Kivu, who says that Bitu is not only on the future, it's also on the past. There's a machloy between Rav and Shmuel. Rav holds that even, like in this case, where you can't speak about the future, you can't say, I swear that Reuven will lend Shimon money in the future. You can only say, I swear that I saw or I didn't see that Reuven lent money to Shimon in the past. So Rav holds, that's fine. That's still and you still will be a korban all of the earth. Schmuel Shmuel holds, that the only way you can be in the past is if you could also be hive in the future. For example, I threw a pebble into the lake or I didn't throw a pebble into the lake. You could do that in the future also. I will throw a pebble into the lake. I won't throw a pebble into the lake. So since you could be Mikhaev in the future, therefore the past is also valid for shuas bitwi. However, in this case where I'm speaking about another person, it's not Bekoi It's not in my strength. It's not in my jurisdiction, in my power, to say that Reuven will lend to Shimon $100. I could speak about the past, I saw that he lent him or, I, or he didn't lend him, but I can't speak about the future. Since I can't speak about the future, even according to Rabbi Kivu, who says that l'shavah is included in shuvah's pittu, even though the Torah says l'horah about the future, but Rabbi Kivu says the past is also included, but according to Shmuel, who's in our Gemara right here at Shmuel. Shmuel Shit is that the only way I can be Machai even for Shuas for the past is if it's possible that this could be turned around to the future as well. Here, where you can't turn it around to the future, he's not Chai for the past. Therefore, a Korav, who is exempt from Korban Yared for a false Shuas Saedus, he's also putter from Shuas Bittui, Korban because it's not possible in the future, and therefore it's not possible to be chayav Shuhus for the past as well. In the next year, we will see other reasons why the Korv is not chayav in Shuhus